Welcome to John H. Curry's Secure Retirement Podcast. I am your host today, Steve Gordon, and I am here interviewing Mr. Curry, and we are continuing the series of episodes uh, talking about the concerns of members of the Florida retirement system and some of the considerations that uh, that if you are a member of the Florida retirement system, you want to be thinking about as you head into and plan for your retirement. If you're listening to this and you're not a member of the Florida retirement system, today's episode is actually going to apply to you because we're going to talk about when to retire and when you should retire. John, welcome. That question is, I think, probably on everybody's mind. I'm, I'm not even 50 yet. It's on my mind. <laughs> well, why would you want to retire? That's a good question. That's a whole other conversation. I don't know that I'll ever fully retire, but uh, I think a lot of people want to just know that they have the option. Well, you turned the tables on me. I'm going to turn the tables back on you for a moment. So let's <laughs> do this. Indulge me. So what does retirement mean to you? Being able to do what I want, when I want, with whom I want, and where I want. Good definition. Very good definition. So you think in terms of why retire? See, when you retire, every day is a Saturday. What do you do on Saturdays? Whatever I want. Whatever you want. However, when do you spend the most money? During the week when you're working or on weekends? Usually on the weekends. On the weekends. So now when you retire, if you truly retire and don't work anymore, now every day becomes a Saturday. Every day is a weekend. And you're more likely to spend more money because you're doing more things. And we're going to touch on that today. What I like to call the mindset of retirement. What does it mean? And I'm going to use myself as an example. And I'm going to talk about my dad, what he did, and also my granddad. And I think there's some corollaries in there. And I have a passion for this because I don't care where you work. I decided many, many years ago that my primary focus would be on retirement income planning. That's true for my FRS clients, university system, school teachers that are clients of mine, business owners, doctors, lawyers. Everybody has in common the one thing if someday I want to retire. The question is, what does that look like? And that's the first place I start with people where I'm a little different than most people who claim to be doing retirement planning. I say, wait a minute, it's not just about the money. The money part finances retirement, but why do you want to retire in the first place? And then that helps us determine when. Something you said intrigues me a little bit. Maybe you can expand upon it a bit. You, you use the phrase retirement income planning as and use that to describe your focus and you know i when i think of a financial advisor i think of somebody who is going to help me with specific things with life insurance with maybe managing investments you know kind of those fine-grained sort of specific tasks but that's not what you're talking about here help help me understand the distinction well it's part of it but that's the money side so first let's get into the mindset and then can I come back to that? Yeah. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to do, you come to my office and I don't know you. So we have a nice few minutes of chit chat. You have a cup of coffee. So tell me who you are. Tell me about yourself. What are you trying to accomplish? What's your vision of retirement? Why are you here? Why did you drive all across town to sit in front of me for an hour, hour and a half? Why are you here? And I'll hear things like, I don't have a clue. All I know is two of my best friends work with you. They love what you've done for them. I just know I have a pension plan. I'm at the choose between Social Security at some point, which when to, when to take it. Do I go into drop, not go into drop? All this stuff is confusing. It's overwhelming. I just need help. I said, great, we'll get there. But based on what you know about yourself today, 
do you see yourself retiring from the state of Florida, taking your pensions and fully retiring and never work again? Or do you think you would do something else? Will you work part-time? Will you start a business? Will you start a consulting company? What will you do? And it's amazing where those conversations go. I've actually helped people who were within, say, two or three years of retirement. They retire. And I say, okay, before you retire, why don't you start thinking about what you're going to do after retirement? And they've actually started doing businesses because they took what they knew with the state and learned and took it out into the world and got paid for it. So now they're able to travel, do things they want to do, and get paid to do it. You know, I, I can imagine a lot of people get to that day, you know, because that we've been told that's the goal is you get to that retirement day whenever it happens. And you have the party, you get the gold watch, you jump up and down and celebrate. And then I imagine that, and I would even wager that the majority of people wake up the next morning and go, now what? I believe that. I've heard that. I see that. We see, what, I need to explain this. I've been doing this for 45 years. Just celebrated 45 years on September 13th. I have seen thousands of plans. Most people see one, their own. And it's not complete nine times out of 10. It's hodgepodge. So I tell people, let's back up. Before we get into how do you invest money, how do you spend the money, let's talk about what you're trying to get done. And back to your point about a financial advisor. I have people where we'll start at point A and go through all of the protection that you just mentioned. Car insurance, homeowner's insurance, health insurance, disability income insurance, their life insurance. We look at all that. And for every client, I don't care if you're in your 20s or 30s or if you're 90 years old. I do not deviate from my plan. I look at everything. Then we look at assets, savings, investments, retirement plans, real estate, business interests. We look at everything. Even your obligations, your liabilities, credit cards, mortgages, car loans. We look at everything. And then we look at cash flow. What's your cash flow today? How much are you saving for the future? You know, what happens if you can't save? I mean, look at where we are with this pandemic. As we're recording this, we're facing unbelievable pressure. You know, some people think the economy is going to crash like it did in 2008. Others say the economy is great. You know what I tell everybody? You can't control any of that. All you can control is your personal economy. If you stick your head in the sand like an ostrich, I got news for you. Your butt sticking up, you're vulnerable. Take the time to plan for yourself. And if you work with me, the first thing I'm going to ask you is tell me what the future looks like. Tell me what you want. What does retirement mean to you? What's your vision of retirement? And you shouldn't spend a dollar. You shouldn't invest money until we get clear on that. Because once I have that, guess what? It will come into focus so clearly. Okay, these are the things I want to do in retirement. Well, you want to do them when you're in your 60s or 70s, or you want to work in, and then do them in your 80s or 90s when you're less likely to want to travel as much. Does that help? It does. It does. So you go through this entire process. At the end of it, you come out. It's like magic, right? You come out with the date. I don't say it's magic or a date. <laughs> uh, I'll use myself as an example there. I'll be 68 on December 9th. Now, on paper, I'm retired. Anybody who knows me, they'll know I'll never fully retire. And my retirement definition is very close to yours. I, I think about four freedoms. Number one is a relationship freedom. I'm to the point in my life of where I have that. I don't have to take on a new client if I don't want them. If it's not a good fit, I won't take them. Why should I complicate my life at this point and take on someone who is a pain in the butt? 
and I'll do it. So if there's a good fit, we'll work together. If not, it's okay. I'll refer you to a friendly competitor even. So if we're a good fit, let's do it. Time freedom. I want the time to do things I want to do. Money freedom and location freedom. So I want the ability, like you were saying, to work when I want to work with whom I want to work with. So for me, relationship narrows it down perfectly because that includes family, friends, teammates, coworkers, and clients. So I got the relationship. How much time am I willing to devote to the relationship? And by having money, I can enjoy that time. So if I have that in place, then I get to work when I want, when I want, and with whom I want. To me, that's pretty darn good. So, and I also would encourage people to look up the word retire and see what it says. The definition to withdraw is one of the definitions. Withdraw from what? Life. See, we go to work and we're, we have a social connection there. I just had a thought. I hadn't thought about this in a long time. In the 80s, I think 83, 84, I was asked to do a series of workshops for General Electric employees down in Daytona, Daytona Beach. Four of them I did. One of them was very surprising. They had a psychologist come in. There were four couples being interviewed. And it was really interesting because in this case, all the men were the retirees and the wives were talking about how they felt about them being home. And one stood out so clearly. She said, I wish he had never retired. He is a pain in the butt. He is constantly interrupting me and messing up my day because every day he got up for 35 years, went to work. So she played cards with her girlfriends. They had tea. I mean, it was comical, but sad at the same time. You got to understand when that happened, I'm only about 30 years old. So I gained some insight that has helped me help other people with their planning. And then my dad, my dad, I was worried about him because he retired at 62. Back to this question of when to retire. He was so obsessed with retiring as soon as possible. So at age 62, he took his pension with the state of Florida, took option three and took social security. And he promptly sat in a chair in the living room, his favorite recliner and watched television all day. And I was convinced that my dad wouldn't live any longer than his dad, my granddad in retirement. And finally, one day, one of my uncles convinced him and my mom to get in a car and ride with them on a vacation in Cherokee, North Carolina. And my dad, something happened on that trip because he wouldn't go anywhere, nowhere. He'd come visit me. He said, son, I got to get back home now before, before it gets dark. Now he's saying that at three o'clock and it's only an hour and a half to hour and 45 minute drive. So I was worried that he was just going to sit there and wither away. That's what some people do. And they watch the news all day long. They get stressed, have anxiety. That is not retirement. Okay, now look at my grandfather. My grandfather was very healthy when he retired. He could do 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups at 65 years old. He was a hard-working blue-collar guy because my dad and my granddad both worked with Department of Transportation. At one time, they were part of the bridge crews uh, rebuilding or building bridges uh, in Northwest Florida. So I was very concerned about my dad. But then the people that I talk with, Steve, that have something to look forward to in retirement and they're not retiring away from something, they do better. So I like to ask people this question. If somebody comes in, they're angry, they're frustrated, 
said, tell me why you're retiring. I can't stand the people at work. I hate their guts. I, I got to go. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. So here's a question. It sounds to me like that you're running away from something, not running to something. And if that's the case, I don't think you're going to be happy in retirement. So let's talk about what that retirement looks like. And I pull it out of them. And nine times out of 10, they go, well, you know, things really aren't that bad at work because now they got hope. They got a future. But if you're sitting there in the heat of the battle every day, struggling with, do I go to work? I can't, I can't stand to go to work. You know, thank God I don't have that. I don't have that. And I do have the power that if I do have that, I can clear some days off and go have what we call free days, as you know, and relax. But that, I think the whole thing about when to retire comes down to mindset. And now let's get into the financing retirement because it, you can't be Pollyannish about it. You've got to, it's got to be realistic. How do I fund or finance my retirement? So first off, you remember the Florida retirement system. You'll have to make a choice of which pension option to take if you haven't already done it. So you take one, two, three, or four. We talked about that in previous episodes. When do you take Social Security? Do you take it as soon as you can at 62? Uh, that will be determined by how much income you have. We just use a round number. Roughly, if you earn over $18,000 and you take Social Security at 62, you'll be penalized. $1 for every $2 above that. So if you know you're going to be working part-time, it probably would not make sense to take it at 62. So then do you wait until your full retirement age or wait until 70? In another episode, we'll be covering that in more detail. So I'll just leave it kind of a big picture. And then if you have money in deferred comp and drop, what do you do with that money? How do you structure it? Do you structure it to grow or do you start taking income immediately on some of it or all of it? Or do you break it up? You know, this account, I'll take income today to fill the gap until I get Social Security and the other money I'll let grow until I'm forced to take it out under the required minimum distribution laws at 72. So a lot of it comes down to how well you've saved, what it's in, is it taxable or non-taxable, what are your income needs, and do you want to work? So, John, I know there are a lot of of moving parts here, um, and probably some of these we need to come back to. You've talked about drop a little bit, you've talked about social security. We probably need to cover those in a little more detail. is it just from a high level, what are a, a few of the considerations around those two things? Well, the biggies are, see this every day that I choose to work with clients. Uh, somebody will come in, just had two this week, in fact, come in, say, okay, I'm trying to decide if I should go into the drop plan. So what's your hesitation? Well, because I'm not sure I really want to leave in five years. Because once you go in, you have to come out after five. And I've had a lot of people who have told me they regretted doing it. I, I didn't really want to leave. I love my job. I don't know why I did that. Well, yes, you do. You saw an opportunity to have a big bucket of money, the largest chunk of money you ever had in your life, in one bucket sitting there. So what you did, you let the money drive your decision instead of focusing on what you really wanted in retirement. So it's not all about money. You have to have money. Don't get me wrong. Nobody works for free. I don't. You're not. Nobody else is. But if you let money be the full driver, you might make the wrong decision. So my grandfather did that. He took option one because that was the highest monthly benefit. He died. My grandmother lived to be two weeks out of 95 years old. So she lost all that income for all those years. 
all those years. So it comes down to what assets do you have? When do you want to work? When do you want to quit working? Do you ever want to fully retire or say, you know what, I'm going to retire and take all of my retirement income streams, but I still want to be productive. Now, you don't have to work for a paycheck. You might volunteer. I know people who do a lot of volunteer work at their churches, uh, some other uh, nonprofit organizations. The key is just keep moving, keep moving. And then when it comes to Social Security, we'll definitely get into more detail there because there's a, a huge amount of moving parts there. Uh, we actually do workshops and uh, webinars specifically on Social Security and Medicare that I would encourage people to uh, tune into occasionally. So, John, what I'm getting out of all of this, I mean, this is now, what are we on, our third or fourth, one of the, I think, fourth episode in this series. What I'm really getting from this is that this is a giant jigsaw puzzle. And sometimes it's got pieces from other jigsaw puzzles mixed in. And you've got to somehow sort it all out and turn it into the picture of what you want in retirement and coordinate all of these different things. And I, I could really see for somebody, you know, you're an expert at this. Okay. So I, I, maybe I have something similar to the perspective of, of a client listening to this maybe where I just want it to be simple and I just want to make a decision because it's given me a headache. Right. Right. <laughs> um, if you're listening to this, nod your head if you can relate, um, because this is confusing. I mean, there are so many different options, um, not just with all the different plans that that uh, state employees might be involved in. And as you shared on the last episode, it depends on when you got into the plan and when you were hired. There's all this complexity to it. And certainly Social Security, multiple ages when you can begin taking Social Security. So there's decisions to make there. There's decisions around drop. Yep. I mean, <clears throat> yep. it goes on and on and on. We haven't even talked about Medicare. We're going to get into that. We haven't really even talked about RMDs. We're going to get into that. I need to go find some some aspirin. <laughs> well, sometimes it gives me a headache too. But uh, two things. One, you made me think of something somewhere in probably in a file somewhere. I have this visual I had created of a jigsaw puzzle. And it had on there FRS, Social Security, Medicare, DROP, Deferred Comp, 403B, IRA. had all these different pieces. And I was going to have that made into a puzzle that I could just give the people in a box here. Go, go do your own plan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's funny because you, when you talk about the complexity, Steve, that's why a lot of people find their way to me and my team. And I said, look, I, I don't want to deal with this. Just charge me a fee do it for me, narrow down my options and get it done. Just make it happen. I'm tired of messing with it. I'm tired of dealing with product salespeople. Just fix the damn thing so I can enjoy retirement. I get that on a regular basis. I say, okay, here's my fee schedule. Here's what we do based on what I know. Here's the fee. Would you like us to engage? I go, yes, take care of it. Yeah, I can see that. Um, you, you know this about me. <clears throat> I have uh, a background in engineering. I don't know that I could sit down and figure this out or, or that I have the, the will to do it. Well, first of all, we know you could do it. Everybody could do it. Let's be real blunt here. Anyone listening to this, you don't really need me. You can do it yourself if that's what you want to do. But I'm the kind of person. I'm not doing it myself. You and I subscribe to the same philosophy. 
instead of saying, how do I do this? I'm saying, who can do it for me or with me? So my deal is this. I only want to attract to me people who know they need help, they want help, and they want to be a partner in that. I'm not doing it all for you by myself. You're going to be engaged in the process or we can't work together. We will do all of the work that needs to be done to get you ready, but ultimately you've got to make decisions. I can't make the decisions for you, but I can coach you and guide you and make sure that you're on the right path. I can do that, and I do that very well, and I love doing that. Excellent. Well, John, um, we've got a couple of big topics coming up. Yes. We're going to talk about drop, and you're going to get in deep into that and explain that. That'll be our next episode in this series. And then after that, we are going to dive into Social Security uh, because that's another deep topic, and we're going to get into that. Um, And I know you do webinars on that on a regular basis, and when you could do in-person seminars, you did those. And, um, you know, I I know that you would fill the room with people curious about that. So I know that's an important topic for folks. Um, As we go forward in this series, we're also going to be touching on uh, Medicare and, and how to coordinate that with everything and RMDs and lots of, of, of other topics that are going to be important, um, both to folks in the Florida retirement system so that you can coordinate that with uh, with your FRS benefits, but also very important to people of, of uh, any walk of life uh, who are thinking about and planning for their retirement because some of these topics are universal. Absolutely, especially Social Security and Medicare. And there's a lot of talk about Social Security right now. You know, both presidential candidates are accusing each other of trying to destroy Social Security and Medicare and all this stuff. You know what? I go right back to what I say every time. You cannot worry about what they're doing. Everybody should go vote. I stay out of the politics of it. You go vote for whoever you think's best. That's your business. I'm going to focus on my personal economy. And if you choose to work with me, I'm going to make you stay focused on your personal economy so that no matter what these knuckleheads do in Congress and the legislature, you're secure in your retirement. Love it. Well, John, uh, if folks have specific questions about anything we talked about today, how can they reach you? They can call me at my office at area code 850-562-3000, or then go to the website, johnhcurry.com, johnhcurry.com. Perfect. And folks, that's where you can find uh, the, uh, all of the episodes in this series. So if you're coming into this midstream and you want to go back and listen to the, the prior episodes, we've uh, we've talked about uh, the, the FRS pension options in an earlier episode. We've talked about uh, deferred comp and taxes and, and how the, those kind of work together um, and what you need to know about those. We've talked about uh, all, all sorts of things as we go through this. Um, and... Uh, in the next episode, we're going to jump into drop. So stay tuned for that. You can find out more at johnhcurry.com. Click on the podcast link. You can subscribe to this in your favorite podcast app on your phone. And uh, John, thank you again. We're going to be back real soon with the next episode. Look forward to it. 
If you'd like to know more about John Curry Services, you can request a complimentary information package by visiting johnhcurry.com slash podcast. Again, that is johnhcurry.com slash podcast. Or you can call his office at 850-562-3000. Again, that is 850-562-3000. John H. Curry, Chartered Life Underwriter, Chartered Financial Consultant, Accredited Estate Planner, Master's in Science and Financial Services, Certified in Long-Term Care, Registered Representative and Financial Advisor of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. Securities products and services and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities, a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. North Florida Financial Corporation is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities. Park Avenue Securities is a member of FINRA and SIPC. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this material, we are not undertaking to provide investment advice for any specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact one of our financial professionals for guidance and information specific to your individual situation. All investments contain risk and may lose value. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Guardian and subsidiaries, agents, or employees do not provide legal, tax, or accounting advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Not affiliated with the Florida Retirement System, the Living Balance Sheet, and the Living Balance Sheet logo are registered service marks of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York, copyright 2005-2020. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities or Guardian and Opinion Stated RRM. 2020 dash one 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 nine one zero expires november 2022